Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Welcome! The Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, February 2nd, 2024. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside. Oh, it's Hispanic heartthrob. You know, you ever get to, it's, I, I think Latino heat, and I know I'm missing. Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat. Clicking heads, ripping them to shreds. The globe trotting, head shotting, rooting, tooting, three-point shooting, nitro rifle wow. from twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. Didn't miss a step, Greg. I feel like I haven't done it on the podcast in a long time. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of great rolling intros to Kind of Funny Podcast where it doesn't make sense to do the big one. Yeah. We, like, we Hispanic Heartthrob, I've just lost because, again, you've taken Latino Heat. Rest in peace, Eddie. You know what I mean? No we one's passed seen. on the mantle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we put it on the back burner for sure, mm-hmm. but I, I think you totally nailed it. We've just been doing it. such quality content, whether it's putting holes or whatever the hell else we just talked about. Talking about Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda. Well, not that. I don't know when he's working Kung Fu Panda, mm-hmm. you know, in review. It's a good show, though. I'll tell you what. Dude, these movies are pretty good, actually. Kung Fu Panda movies are good? Well, like, I'll tell you, Greg. I hadn't watched part one in about over a decade. Yeah. Rewatched it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, dang. That was pretty good. Yeah. Let's see part two. Part two is going to be directed DVD, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, dang. He's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not making me laugh all the time. And I don't think it's like the best comedy, but the moments hit. Story about a father and a son. Sure. They're not, oh. the, they're not the same animal. No. So does that make sense? The dad's like a crane. <laughs> it's they weird. It? Is that what it was? Yeah, it's very, very I don't sad, think I've ever watched any of them beautiful. all the way through. I've, I've oh, seen man. moments for sure. I want to say... I want to say I did a cheap platinum in one of them. So I have like a top level. Let's go to my PSN profile. Okay. I want to say I have a top level information about Kung Fu Panda of Poe. Yeah. But then I also know that my friend Poe likes anything he, his name is. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda 2, I platinum in June 2011. So again, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I know a few things about it. You've gotten like Poe and the tiger thing. You've gotten the abridged version. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's pretty good. That's impressive. Yeah. I did a... Uh, I was telling Tim, I was like, man, I just want a fighting game now that's like Kung Fu Panda. And then he brought up a video Sifu. of Sifu being modded. Yeah. yeah with yeah. Kung Fu Panda posing there, just beating up a bunch of dudes. Sure. Jack cool Black stuff. is Poe. I bet you didn't know that. No. Yeah. At the end of the movie, though, this is a real thing. It's Skadoosh. I didn't know that. I didn't know you that. Me. I know, he says Skadoosh. Yeah, I know that. But I didn't know that was like a thing. Skadoosh. In the same way that... Owen Wilson, wow, where he says "kachow" as Lightning McQueen, yeah. where you see a lot of little pajama pants uh, for, for young little children that says "kachow" on it and shirts of Lightning McQueen "kachow." Looking at Benny a lot, yeah. I didn't know Skadoosh was a thing. I thought that, like, yeah, Jack Black does that every once in a while, but I I was unaware of the Skadoosh the origin, era, the origin of it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, and got Tim it. on the review was like, I was expecting a lot more Skadoosh. Yeah, we, now, get, did, we only got one Skadoosh in episode in one. At the end of each episode. Oh, really? Movie, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it would have gone and they would have run into the ground and the rest of them. No, it's just no, like... They it's, use it smartly. How know? many of these are there? The f- uh, the fourth one's coming out this year. Oh, hence the interview. Yeah, but it's very similar to, you know, I am Iron Man, you know, with the snap. Sure. It's like his final thing is like skadoosh. And that's like the thing. It's like, wow. 
This is where it started. You think they bring it back in four? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> waiting with bated breath. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting with bated breath for my final Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League review. It's in. You've been waiting with bated breath for me and Andy to preview Helldivers 2. That's today and so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you want to watch it, you should be watching it live with us on YouTube, Twitch, and podcast services around the globe. If you really love what we do, please please support us with the kind of funny membership on Patreon or YouTube to get all of our shows ad free. Watch us record them live and get a daily exclusive show called Greg way uh, for a chance to be part of this show live as we do it. Submit your thoughts and chats as a YouTube super chat because we can see them pop up right here and it gets on the show and it's great housekeeping for you. KFAF is coming back on February 9th for part two of our anniversary stream. If you submitted a Photoshop challenge or want to submit a Photoshop challenge, please tweet them at kindoffunnyvids with the hashtag KFAF. This challenge's theme is the future. What do you think the future has in store for Kind of Funny? Do you think Nick will somehow get younger? Will Mike get laser vision like Cyclops from X-Men? Will Andy start wearing overalls and be our friend for once? Who wrote this? I think Nick did, yeah. Tweet your photoshops at Kind of Funny Vids with the hashtag KFAF to join in on the fun. Next up. Two new drops are on the Kind of Funny merch store. The Kind of Funny broadcast and Cozy Collection are available for the next two weeks at kindoffunny.com slash store. You took that photo today? Yeah. No, you didn't. Uploaded it quick. Oh, yeah, you uploaded it today. Sure. I was gonna, I've seen that one before. Uh, like I said, uh, right now, kindoffunny.com slash store. Two new merch drops. The Cozy Collection has those sweatshirts and sweatpants you saw us wearing uh, not so long ago on the kind of funny podcast and then yes our kind of funny broadcasting mug of course these are the alternates you can you, last month you could go to patreon and get the exclusive uh, kind of funny tote bag now there's one up there and that broadcast shirt is hot yeah very very i cool need that stuff. one bad uh we've teamed up with the indie exchange for the ultimate spring game showcase the game submission deadline for the mix slash kf spring showcase is today Head to kindoffunny.com slash spring showcase to get your game submitted and then get hype for a spring game showcase gdc week Thank you to our Patreon producers, Carl Jacobs, Streakin' Ain't Easy, and Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by the Kind of Funny membership, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one on the Roper Report, it's time to give you a final score for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Whoa. Can you believe it? It's a big day for you to be here, Andy. Holy cow. Andy, of course, you, me, Mike, Nick kind of in name only, ventured into the streets of Metropolis on Tuesday. Early access began. We popped in with review codes provided by WB. We started playing, and since then, we've been giving updates. Of course, we played all Tuesday. You said giving up. <laughs> we just gave up. <laughs> played all Tuesday to then do the games cast and kick off our review so far. Uh, then, of course, I played more that night, came in, gave more impressions on the Wednesday Games Daily. Uh, I then, of course, played even more uh, wrapping cr uh, credits and rolling credits. I should say wrapping credits. Rolling credits uh, Wednesday evening. Uh, and now here we are to finally talk about it. How much I, I've played a lot of Suicide Squad, as I just said. How much more have you played since then? 
I got caught up and passed a little bit where we left off mm-hmm. on that one stream because you had to you had a meeting during that stream and then you eventually came back and played more with Mike. I had uh, where Tim was like, "Hey, take a lunch somewhere," so that, because we have games cast yeah. right after or whatever. Yeah, Forgot what show we were doing. Um, but when I logged back on that night, none of the progress saved because I guess where I left off with you, or maybe there were some missions I didn't do on my end. So that kind of stunk. I had so, to re- I had to redo a lot of what we had already done on stream. Okay. And are, are you sure? Yeah. Because can I walk you through what happened when I got home that night? Sure. I got home. Hit continue. Jumped in, started running towards my mission objective, had a fraction, two seconds maybe, of a lower right corner pop-up message. You're picking up from a save, and it went away. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Bring that back up. Yeah, yeah. So what did I do? I'm playing on the greatest system in the world, PlayStation 5. Hit the capture button, said, save the last 15 minutes to be safe. Then jumped in, scrubbed the footage, got there, paused. You're playing from a save that's earlier because you're playing with somebody else. If you want to pick up from where you can't left off, go back and go to the chap- chapter select. I have no idea. It must be that like that's where I, pa- I passed the leadership mantle to somebody else. But it gave me credit, but it didn't start me where I left off. I had to go back to the main menu, go to chapter select, scroll down, pick the thing, and go. Unfortunately for me, it was okay. the, that way. I, w- I went to chapter select, and on the top right, and I, it drops me in the middle of Metropolis. And the top right says, steal stuff. Mission Ooh, objective. that was early. And I'm like, steal stuff. What am I? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Chad. I'm kind of like running around. You know, here are my thoughts, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what am, what am I stealing? And this happened about seven, ten minutes go by. What the, what the hell am I stealing? And some people in chat go, ooh, you're not, you're supposed to be stealing from the Hall of Did Justice. Did you have like your XP? Had you like leveled up? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, for sure. You're supposed to be in the Hall of Justice right now. You're supposed to be stealing the things but, there from yeah, the Justice yeah, League. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're not supposed to be outside. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be inside of the Hall of Justice. So I went back to a prior mission. Then I went back to Steel Stuff mission, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, Bam, yeah. put me in the Hall of Justice. Got Started it. from there. Went a decent amount past where I had left off prior. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed it a lot more playing it solo because it just plays better and it feels better. And sure. I can absorb the story more for sure. Sure. Yeah. And you haven't come back to it since then? No, because we have a... Redacted. We're yeah. working on several reviews at once yeah, yeah. or whatever, but I think it speaks to the fact that it didn't grab you enough to make you this must-play gaming for you. Not must-play, but certainly improved from where I was. Now, is it like, hey, go out and get this for $70? I still say, you know, unless you really, really care about this world, eh, wait a little bit. Well, that's Steam sale. Yeah. Or a freaking, you know, Black Friday. So that's a long time from now. <laughs> on the games ca- <laughs> you know, Maybe you can get like, a Hanukkah Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'll be out there in the holidays. Um... You know, removed now, uh, it's Friday as we record this, Tuesday's last time I sounded off, on Tuesday I did say, you know, at the end, I started like, ah, is it a three, is it a two? And at the end, I was like, the way we're talking about this game, it's a two, right? Like, and of course, Kind of Funny operates on a review scale of five, which is meant to be very wide, to have great discussions and do a bunch of different stuff. Of course, one is terrible, two is bad, three is okay, uh, four is great, five is amazing. Um, And I like exploring the scale a bit, as we've talked about before, right? I said by the end of the review, when we had talked it to death on Gamescast, granted off of the first four and a half hours, four hours, I was like, this is a two out of five. Uh, Now, days removed on the other side of the credits, seeing what the end game is, all these different things. I stand by that this is a two out of five. I think this is a bad video game. And I don't mean it's bad in terms of broken, falling through the world, yada, yada, yada. I think there is a lot. I can find the things to like in this game. Uh, when they drop Joker, there's a chance 
I might turn it on and run it or whatever. But I think there's a lot of fundamentals that are broken in this game. There's, in a, terms there's a chance of like, you might be a part of this society. You might join this society. This, this justice society. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of fundamental uh, problems with this game that I, for me to get to a two out of five means that I can't, I just wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Like, you know, I mean, even a DC fan like me, like, I think there's a lot to love in the story that you're on, in the journey that you're on, in the cutscenes and the voice acting, and geez, the quality of these cutscenes, right? Yeah. We talk about it like, and I, I, I have the privilege, I've been approved to say that I got to, uh, this is a, a big privilege for me. Oh. Simon Cardi from IGN has said that I'm allowed to say that I read his review already that isn't posted yet. Oh. And that's one of the best things I ever wrote. He's, or he ever wrote. That's what he said I could say about it. I did enjoy it. But he called out that like, Rocksteady's not holding back. Like they're coming in and you can see eyes movement. Like they're doing tight close-ups. They're doing all like beautiful, 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 beautiful gorgeous. And even to your point of playing solo. And I, I saw, you know, Barrett asked you about this. So like, but why would solo be more fun? What does that mean? Kind of thing. It is a way more fluid experience playing by yourself and the graphic fidelity and jumping up and I'm dead shot and I'm, you know, dropping all the, I'm shooting all these explosions. Yeah. And like, there's moments where you're like, yeah, this is visually appealing. Right. I also think there's, the majority of the moments where I'm like, man, this is visual noise. You know what I mean? Like, it's just noise sure. right now. I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Anyways, though, there's a lot to like. Uh, as a DC fan, I'm, I was really, really enjoying the story. I don't love where they leave it. And I think they leave it in a spot that they leave it because, of course, they are an on game. They are a games of service. They are an ongoing thing. You're like, even though you roll credits in this game, you have not rolled credits on what Suicide Squad's story is, which is the back to where maybe when the Joker drops, maybe I'll jump in. Maybe I'll just walk cut scenes. What, what's actually going to be happening? Da, da, da. Two out of five for me, right? Like, I feel like we've talked about all this, but I know so many people are coming here for the first time. It is the fact that I just don't feel the moment-to-moment gameplay is fun. Uh, this is something that, of course, mileage will vary on, but having four characters that are not my favorite, but put that aside, but four characters who are uniquely different, one of them is a shark. One of them throws boomerangs. <laughs> One of them is a master assassin. One of them is criminally insane, right? To have those characters and to have that shine in the story, to boil it down to, cool, do you want an assault rifle or do you want a Gatling gun or do you want a sniper? Like, why isn't it that boomerang isn't just throwing boomerangs and doing cool shit with that? Yes, he traverses via them, I know. But I'm talking about, like, why is this all so samey? And again, that's Suicide Squad's biggest problem I feel is that everything outside of the cutscenes and the story is so milquetoast is so samey is so whatever uh one of the things we've talked to death is the rooftop battles battling purple guys on the rooftop oh now there's some red guys whatever that continues the entire way through I can shoot this guy oh this guy I have to do a shoulder button combination first to then get him oh this guy okay and blah blah I need my shields but I'm gonna shoot him in the legs to get my shield no. Breakdance, shoot him. To- the biggest thing I haven't touched on that I think is new information to really bring to the table on the other side of this is how disappointing and underwhelming I think the boss battles are. The fact that you are, this is not a spoiler for the game, you are on a mission to kill the Justice League. So inevitably, <laughs> you're going to fight these versions that have been brainwashed by Brainiac, right? The fact that every one of these battles comes down to either, fu- hey, we have a circular arena or a half circle arena with somebody to fight where that's either going really quickly or getting really big. This is like, and I'm just, what are you doing? Pumping fucking bullets into him. Oh, hold on. 
They're in the counter state, so I got to do my shoulder button combination, right? To hit, hit them with the counter shot to now pump fucking bullets into them. Like, that's how we're going to fight the Justice League? Like, that's what we're going to do? And, like, I don't want to tread into spoilers. I think I might do a Greg, Greg Way spoiler cast and that'd be the thing out there. But, like, they just, they, I'm not somebody who is, oh, man, the sanctity of the Arkham universe. I've seen a lot of that. There's been a lot of people in my comments of being like, well, they're talking about multiverse, so maybe this isn't the Arkham universe. And, da, da, da. and it's like, no, no, it, it is. They've said that. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly, this is all based in the Arkham universe. They, some of the things they do where they reference things they've done before and come in and, and, and do it are so disappointing and so, oh man, yeah, that was awesome in Arkham. Why isn't it here? Why aren't you doing something like that? You know, I talked about it on Games Daily with Blessing, but again, to bring it to a more uh, conclusive thing, right? Like the fact that when you think about playing Arkham, you're thinking about being stealthy. You're thinking about using gadgets. You're thinking about that awesome combat system of I'm going to you know, get a 106 hit combo and not get hit and yada, yada. And to have that be boiled down to here of like, I'm shooting you. Oh, now I need to shoot you in the leg. Now I need to shoot you in the head. Okay, let's run some missions. Let's go do the missions. Cool. It's very clear. And again, this is a live service game. So it will be fascinating when they finally do get, let's say, six content drops in. And it's like we have, maybe they're adding new mission types every time. And suddenly it isn't so crystal clear that they have X number of mission slots and modules to put in, which are, all right, cool. Escort the truck. Oh no, there's people on the roofs. Go attack them on the roof. Okay, cool. All right, now we're gonna go do this one. Grab the Pokeball. People oh no, think. there's people on the, yeah, people you gotta put in the Pokeball. Put them in, get them and bring them back to the thing. Okay. Oh no, there's just people on the roof to shoot because Brainiac's got shit on the roof. Like these are the things you do over and over and over and over again. And then when you get to Endgame, right, which I don't want to spoil, but you get to Endgame, and it is, first off, welcome to Endgame. The next thing's coming. It's not here yet, but it's coming. So now, go around Metropolis and just get stronger. Oh, jeez. All right, cool. All right, cool. You got these missions. Guess what? P protect the car. Oh, can you protect the car again? Can you go to the thing? You're going to go to a different... You're going to go to the multiverse and go to, go to the, an Earth from the story we've met or whatever. Cool. All right, can you, you, you protect the car? Shoot the things on the thing. Do the... Th it's like... Dude. Like, you know what I mean? Purple. Yeah, and it's just like... Uh, uh, the other sad thing I come back to, right, is like... The fact that... And I talked about this on Games Daily the other day, but... When I went into the Daily Planet, and it was a walk-around mission to get to the next MacGuffin, right? To be in there and look around... And again, like... I, Because this is what I said to Blessing, but for one final review, right? I called the game on Gamescast soulless. Coming back on Games Daily, I, I was like... I stand by that, but I want to make sure I'm being clear that that's the gameplay and that's the open world traversal inside of the cutscenes and the story. So much soul inside of these environments where it's like, that's Ron Troop's desk. That's Steve Lombardi's desk. So much soul, right? To get out of that though, again, like to go mission to mission where it is just like, cool. I am flying through the city and, and it's just, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And occasionally I see dudes down there and I see stuff down there that they want, but why would I go do that? Yeah. I don't, like, the loot cycle doesn't work here. It's not raining loot. It's not raining different loot. When you go and, uh, okay, cool, this is a little bit more damage. But I wasn't really feeling underpowered. Like, I, that, there was one part where, all right, Suicide Squad Task Force X, it's time to take on this thing. Okay, cool. And I went and clicked on the mission. And you get a, like, a, again, game is very funny. You get a, you know, people, I don't want to spoil the characters, but Amanda Waller and someone else talking back and forth about, like, okay, cool, like, this is the thing. We've run a simulation, you know, however many times, and you lose 98% of the time. Oh, you won twice. Blah, blah. Okay, cool. And I was like, 
is this dynamic? Are they trying to tell me I'm under leveled, or is it just the comedic thing? And I clicked yeah. on it. I went and ran the mission, and I want. I didn't even. I didn't even cost me a revive. Like, okay, cool. That's that's okay. Like, why there's there there are these games got shoved together in terms of hey, we're trying to make a Suicide Squad game that's fun and will serve Arkham fans, and hey, we're trying to make a live service thing. And they just don't work. Yep. They need to be separated. This shouldn't have been what they did. And this is back to me calling it a bad game. I think there's fun to be had here. I, the people who, when I've put up my uh, tweets or the videos or whatever, have come at me and been like, respectfully, oh man, I'm having a great, I don't know what you're playing. I'm having a great time with it. Awesome. When I talk and review and critique a game, I'm never trying to take away your fun. I'm never trying to yuck your yum. I'm never, I'm just trying to sit, tell you my perspective on it. And I, my argument here is that this is a bad video game because it does not know what it wants to be. It is multiple ideas competing at once that are totally, tonally uh, not lined up. And it just makes an experience where, like, it's funny that, you know, when I got in today, Blessing Slacked me. He's like, this is what I'm thinking about for the headline. For, and I was like, yeah, sure. And what's fascinating is that I rolled credits on Wednesday. I did a little bit of the end game or the, the what a- afterwards. I turned it off and started another review yesterday for an embargoed game. And I haven't thought about Suicide Squad. Like I haven't thought about that game. And I was like, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Let's jump back in and, and talk about why this just didn't line up. And it's so heartbreaking for Rocksteady. I'm not trying to, you know, insult any developer, obviously. And uh, I know how many people poured their lives into this and yada, yada. But it's just like, and again, I hold that hope that it is when the Joker drops and when the next guy drops and the next thing. But even those are going to be cool. If I turn it on, I'm going to run the two story missions and then the boss and then walk away. Like, I'm not like jonesing for that. I can't wait for that. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a game that is just in a different time period right now. It's Mm -hmm. like... You can see that this this, one got started when games as a service were a thing. Yeah. Again, like... This was 2015 or 2016 and you say... it sounds like a slam dunk after the rise of Destiny 1 uh, and kind of more developers and publishers and fans yearning for an experience like that. Put one in the DC universe. What a great idea. And, you know, granted, most people would probably think you're going to be Flash and Superman and all that stuff. But like this is a multiplayer game where you are in the DC universe. That sounds like a win. And the tides have just shifted too much. And yeah, you're right. When I... When I'm going to the next mission, I want to like experience the next cutscene. When I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, if I'm headed to the next mission point, I, sometimes I'd rather not fast travel because I want to see and fight stuff on the way over there because I enjoy the combat that much. But never once, because it messes up the pacing so badly when you're flying to the next spot and the game expects you to kind of stop along the way and do things but when you're not it makes the game feel even more uh inconsistent in its pacing because they show you a cutscene and you get the mission thing and hey uh greg game over greg was the mvp of this round cool awesome it expects you to keep on kind of fighting along the way to the next mission but then <laughs> but when you're us scenes over we over rush over, over there and then it's another cutscene and well, it just feels really really broken apart. And again, well Ronald asks is there fast travel? I, there is. You can fast travel back to the Hall of Justice. Mm-hmm. If you unlock that it probably like for us it would have been hour 5 because in my games casting I was like no fast travel sucks, but then it is. But again, it isn't that helpful. Hall of Justice I would have really appreciated if they put in the center of Metropolis <laughs> instead of way down to the right corner where I'm like 
Yeah, that's that's going to take me further away from the objective that's, you know, 1,600 kilometers or whatever that is and go. But then Harry's but, Pharmacy would have been in a different spot or all yeah, the nerdy yeah, stuff, you know. Exactly. About. I would have actually been. <laughs> Centennial Park should actually be, you know. Uh, but to your point, like, yeah, this is something I talked about comparing um, Division to this, right? Where this game is trying to serve a bunch of different audiences. Uh, of course, for Division, you're in uh, just a human person you know you're an agent in this uh war right or you know not even war but like you know taking over country and division always was cool you leave your base of operations and you weave your way through the city and yeah you find patrols and you find loot caches and you find things and it's like wow this is great and for me doing it again division gives you so many resources and so much loot and there is a oh man i need to make my gun better or i want to find it oh this is a gold smg and da, 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 da. like you're getting so much that you're in that looter shooter thing yeah whereas this one it is like i'm fighting people on the street once or twice and i don't feel like i'm getting a reward for it they're giving you like i forget what the actual number of currencies are in this game but it's classic looter shooter problem of like there's way too many and then it is the fact that the mission rewards we were getting and again now, I was going to give it chalk that maybe it's the early access because I know we got special guns through that or whatever. Mm. But even that, I don't think is what the reasoning was. You're getting guns at the end of the mission and they're not better. They're not a, like I'm getting one or two. You get two things every time at the end of a mission, right? Where it's like a gun or a shield or whatever. It's better booster pack. And it's whatever. not they're not even that better, right? Like these are such incremental things. There is. Oh, but there's ice damage eventually in this. It's like none of that felt like I needed it. None of, I, in divis, division. Again, there were people that, oh, man, I need to have something sp special with me to fight this thing. You just never have that game here. The game is from the those first four hours, even though it was the first four hours, the gameplay never evolves beyond that. Where I'm like, oh, but this got introduced and that really changed and da 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 da. It's just like you're just doing the same shit over and over again. And you know, I, I the clips made its way around, of course, and I said it and I stand by it that I think even though flawed as it is, I think Marvel's Avengers is a better game than this. And I would go into the fact that like. I thought the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay of Avengers was fun. It was fun to chain together stuff as Cap. It was fun to punch the shield back and do this, blah, blah. And it was also fun that Thor felt nothing like Cap. And Iron Man felt nothing like Thor. And you got into these things where it was like, man, I really can go and choose somebody I enjoy playing as. And again, back to the looter-shooter aspect of it, it was raining loot. It was, let's get off the beat. Oh, man, the objective is over there. But I know that there's a shield cache over here we can open up and fight. There's got to be you know? a secret somewhere here. Yeah, yeah. And, like, whether you love or hate that, that's fine. But it was encouraging me and rewarding me for getting off the beaten path. Where Suicide Squad never does that. Suicide Squad, and to your point, like, uh, the mission briefing, you're the number one player. How much does that drive me fucking crazy when I'm the only player? I played four and a half hours with you guys, never played with anybody else. My PlayStation clock, when I turned it off, and this includes tinkering with the end game, was 12 hours. And that means that for eight fucking hours, every mission I did at the end was like, man, Deadshot did it again. Blah, Whoa. blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> skip, skip, skip. I yeah. don't care about this. And Well, I think even the more awkward thing is that out of context, when you're playing single player, yeah. you got to imagine if you're only ever playing single player here, you have no idea why at the end of a mission, your character shows up and does a slow-mo pose because there's no text on the screen. When you're playing with friends, it'll say MVP, Nitro Rifle, MVP, yeah. Stoneback Mike. When you're solo, it's just that same shot with no text telling you like why he's posing in solo shit. Yeah. <laughs> Very awkward, yeah. Uh, in the chat, Rayman says, How's the side, how are the side missions? The side missions are the same as the other missions. Mike went and did a, a, like a thousand of them, right? And it's just the same, protect the car, get to the roof, destroy the thing, you know, shoot all these jabronis to then open up the thing to shoot that thing. Like, and on top of that, they are not side missions in the way the Arkham ones were or Spider-Man 2 were. 
hey, I'm doing this, and eventually it ends up with me meeting a villain or doing a thing. It's like, Penguin needs you to do these fucking things. All right, you did the fucking things for Penguin. Here's a, here's a gun a different color. Here's this thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and again, like, you're in the DC universe. Like, at the very end, I got a gun, and it was a Bizarro gun. And it had, like, Bizarro number one's tag on it. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, is it shoot backwards? Is it, does it say it's fire and it's going to shoot ice? Like, no, it's just a fucking gun. It's got better, it's got perks on it, but like nothing, nothing that if you erase the bizarre thing and showed it to me, I'd be like, is this fucking bizarre already? 14% critical chance at damage. Or you know what I mean? So it's just like, man, this is a heartbreaker. Because again, it's rock steady. We've waited for so long. If you want to go from our side of commentating the industry, man, it's a game that's been gestating so long that got green lit when games as a service seem like the future. And here you are in a future that everybody's like, can we please just get single player games? Can you tell me a story? We'd love that. Spider-Man getting all these awards all the time. And you think about this, like, you know, I, I, you can sit here and what if, what if, what if a million times, but like, imagine if this was Batman colon kill the justice league. And it was Rocksteady making, telling a story of Brainiac coming in, getting all of the justice league and Batman's the only one standing. And so we have to go after all look at Barrett, right? Right. We have to go after the justice ah! league, right? Are you kidding me? That wouldn't fucking sell like crazy right or even now. Like like um you know the the one that I've wanted um ever since the Batman Beyond skin came to Arkham City is like do like a next generation Batman. Oh sure. And you got to fight the old Batman as well, which is like they've done that kind of stuff in comics, and it's always to me at least cool as shit. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Yeah. This is I, a, a huge miss, and I think again, like I said, it's a two out of five. It's bad. I can't believe I'm not gonna play this game. And dude, that's and like we can like, at some point when we were pitching something else on the, one of the shows. Somebody's like, "You're talking about Gotham Knights, right?" I can't believe I never finished Gotham Knights. You know what I mean? I jumped in, and it's again. Here's all this little loot you're getting in this stupid thing, and I didn't like any of the guy, the character characterizations, of the characters, and I walked away. So, someone asked in the chat of like, "But is Gotham Knights better? Or is this better?" And like, I I I will never be able to say fully because I'm not going to play Suicide Squad. I might watch a like every cutscene video on YouTube eventually. Uh, just because anytime you guys talk about the gameplay or the overall design structure, I could not be less interested. And I already kind of went through that with Gotham Knights. But it does sound a bit more like Gotham Knights knew what it wanted to be. It just, what it wanted to be wasn't fully interesting all the time. See, and I, um, I said on the last uh, Gamescast, I think when we were just going, and again, four hours in, of like, I would rather play Gotham Knights than Suicide Squad. And on the other side of Suicide Squad, 1,000%, I'd rather play Gotham Knights. And again, I didn't finish Gotham Knights. I tapped out. I was like, I'm not vibing with this at all. But yeah. even when I was playing Suicide Squad, I was like, should I reinstall Gotham Knights? Like, no. I'd, I'd like to be a bat hero. I'd like to have that kind of experience again. Play, play an Arkham game. Yeah. Like, yeah. get nostalgic with an Arkham game. And, like, that's the... Like, I... I'm the dude who will play through an entire Arkham game in one sitting for, like, an anniversary. And yeah. I'm just... I can't believe I'm not going to play this game. I'll be interested to see, of course, you know, like, I mean, again, no spoilers. It's called Kill the Justice League, but no spoilers. I'll be interested to see by the end of whatever their content plan is, if they somehow revert the timeline or do whatever and get away from that and very comic booky. But again, that doesn't work, I feel, when you're talking about a games as a service and you're going on and yada, 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 but we'll see. But we can keep looking forward to Wonder Woman. Oh, sure. Modelist Wonder Woman's coming, right? Not a games as service. They Nemesis have, system. Yeah, Nemesis system. And again, how much the winds have changed on all of this where when the rumors started that it was a games as a service, the developers who haven't said shit about this game had to come out and be like, we are not a games as a service. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I mean, we saw a LinkedIn post looking yeah. for yeah, 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 some yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. online multiplayer technician or whatever. Yeah. A heartbreaker. But that is what I think of suicide squad final 
done, locked in on the Kind of Funny scale, a two out of five. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like Kind of Funny and the Kind of Funny scale and the content we do here, I'd urge you to become a member with the Kind of Funny membership. Either on Patreon or YouTube, you can become a Kind of Funny member and you can get all the shows ad-free. You can watch the podcast live as we record them. And of course, you can get my daily vlog, Gregway, where I do want to go into the spoilers of Suicide Squad. Maybe I'll get to that today before I get out of here. But I digress. You're not on. Or, well, you're not. We're not on Patreon or YouTube as a Kind of Funny member right now. So here's a word from our sponsor. Kind of Funny turns nine years old today. We could have made it nine days without your support. That's why 2024 is all about doubling down on our shows and making it simpler than ever for you to get the most out of our content. Our revamped Kind of Funny membership is your one-stop shop for all our amazing content, which now includes on a weekly basis, the Kind of Funny podcast, In Review, the Kind of Funny games cast, P.S. I Love You, XOXO, the Kind of Funny X cast, the brand new series, Kind of Funny Game Showdown. Five episodes of Kinda Funny Games Daily, and five exclusive Gregway vlogs. And five days of streaming fun with me and the gang here in our newly revamped streaming space. It's gonna be filled with a ton of laughter and a whole lot of shenanigans. We'll see you there. That's more than 20 pieces of content a week from an 11-person independent team in San Francisco. That's a lot, and to get the most out of it, all we're asking for is $10. $10 gets you the Kind of Funny membership, and that entitles you to ad-free versions of the shows, the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them, and the exclusive access to my daily show, Gregway. You can get your Kind of Funny membership on patreon.com slash kindoffunny or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yes, we are expanding our Kind of Funny membership offering to YouTube so people can take full advantage of the platform they prefer. If you want to go above and beyond the Kind of Funny membership to support us, we will still have higher Patreon tiers, albeit with some changed up perks. We just wanted to make the message as clear as possible that the $10 Kind of Funny membership is for the masses to get all the core content people love. Everything above that is very appreciated. The support means the world to us. You all are the best. But... The $10 Kind of Funny membership available on both Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games is where we see the value of what we do. Kind of Funny is a dream come true and we wouldn't have it without you. We hope if you've ever enjoyed the content, you can support us for at least a month as we prepare for our biggest year ever. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number two on the Roper Report. We are one less than one week away from Helldivers 2. Andy and I have played it, and the preview embargo is up. Now, before Andy and I take the stage, let's have some opening acts talk about it. We'll go to IGN where <laughs> Travis Northup writes. Show him some love, everybody. They got merch in the back. By far the big... <laughs> After, what were we saying? They'll be back for photos and autographs. Got some CDs back there, yeah. Uh, by far, uh, the biggest way Helldivers 2 switches things up from the original is by moving to the third-person perspective, and so far, I'm pleasantly surprised how well that transition works. I was initially skeptical about the change, given to uh, how much the bird's-eye view was part of the original's DNA, but it only took a matter of seconds for my concerns to disappear. Getting closer to the action feels great and allows for some really hilarious moments, like when I accidentally called in an airstrike that took out the rest of my team, or when I found myself surrounded by absolutely terrifying robots and used my jetpack to leap to safety. Plus, you get to see the hideous bug creatures and murder-loving automaton... Automatons? Automatons? Is that really? Okay. Well, I I said it that way, but then I'm like, oh, there aren't enough letters in it. (laughs) But I guess that does make sense. Automatons. Let me me see. Automatons. That's how I would say. That's how I would say, but I got my head about it. Oh, okay. Automatons. (laughs) Automatons. Closer than ever before, which is a nice bonus. Each faction had lots of variety, too, from the chainsaw armed androids who slowly closed in for the kill to the heavily armored beetles who charged at me with reckless abandon. If there's anything that concerned me about my time with Helldivers 2, it's that after three hours, I felt like I'd played a whole lot of content available in the game, uh, which makes use of procedural generation to drop players onto the surface of various planets to complete generic objectives like launching an ICBM or destroying a specific military target. With no story mode or alternate game modes, I'm curious how much there will be for players to do beyond grinding the same mission ad nauseum, especially with no clear content roadmap laid out as of yet. That said, with only two enemy factions at the moment, it seems likely the third one from the original Helldivers could be added to the mix at some point, which could easily keep the good times rolling. Meanwhile, uh, Liam Croft over at Push Square says, with a new third-person camera to make the action feel more personal and intense, Sony seems to have struck gold with a multiplayer experience prioritizing entertainment over playtime. You don't need to give up playing everything else to accommodate Helldivers 2 with its fun-filled missions adaptable to your playstyle. The full launch is now less than a week away, so it's not long until the final version can be put through its paces. Based on what I've played, though, Arrowhead Studios is on to a PS5 winner you'll want to return to time and time again over the coming years just for some bug-blasting mayhem. It's great fun, and sometimes that's all you need. Andy Cortez. Hey, Greg. I make a lot of jokes about you. We have a fun thing going on, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I fucking love this guy because when we went to PlayStation to preview it, he brought his own controller. And I was like, this is a fucking pro gamer right here. I brought in that scuff controller. That scuff Still PS5. paying it off. I got like two more years to pay it <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Helldivers 2 from your preview? I enjoyed my time. Yeah. I was not blown away. Sure. But I do think the thing I'm most interested in is this kind of being like a litmus test for 
what Sony is doing in the future with a, a lot, lot of, of stuff. sort of games as a service type things. Uh, I did enjoy it. I thought even on controller, as somebody who plays keyboard mouse and prefers shooters on keyboard mouse, I thought it controlled really well. It felt good. The gunplay felt great. I uh, th there's some choices that I thought were kind of odd. My mommy. Um, just give me a normal dodge roll. Okay. Um, uh, the way the the dodge works in this game, you have a you essentially have a dive to where you dive into a prone position. And they mentioned when you're crouched or when you're prone, you shoot more accurately. But this world, I, I don't know if this world calls for that. This world is so chaotic. Yeah. There's so much shit all around you happening. Explosions everywhere. Monsters are always kind of um, coming at, at you. you. Like a, if a mob happens to walk by you while you're engaged with somebody else and they're going to get aggroed. Um, I don't think that the crouch or being prone and being more accurate was... The best call, I'd rather just have the Outriders dodge. Like, let me get out of the way of stuff. Because there's so many times I'd dodge or I'd dive, and then I'm like, oh, I'm on the ground now. I got to stand back up. Yeah. Or, oh, I accidentally hit crouch or whatever. Um, but I did really enjoy the difficulty and the challenge with calling in airstrikes and yeah, calling yeah, yeah. in, uh, like, it's such an interesting decision. I don't remember the first one had a system like that. For stratagems? Yeah, for, for stratagems. the D-pad, they did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I... I really enjoyed the difficulty and kind of skill when you are just having everything coming at you, being explosions all around you. Yeah. The stratagem system, I thought, felt really, really cool and uh, engaging. And it was a lot more gameplay focused than just calling in the thing. Sure. You know, I, I did enjoy the skill there. And the more difficult or the more powerful the stratagem you're calling in, the longer the code you have to type in. Yep. I enjoyed it. I had fun with you. I thought it was... There were a lot of hilarious moments. Uh, there was a moment where we were suddenly me and Greg were doing like the role play action sort of uh, movie thing. And we we're like, hey, guys, what's going on? Time to wreck shop. And then at one point I had died and I came and I, as I'm flying back in. You know what? My game had crashed. Right, right, right. And they got me in super fast. That was awesome. They were I was able to hop back into the game super seamlessly. And as I'm dropping back in with my drop out, I was like, hey, guys, I hope you left enough for me. And as soon as I land. Boom, a bunch of explosions happened right as I was landing. Killed me, killed wiped me out yeah. again. It was a great time. Um, the difficulty scaled a really well and convincingly. It didn't feel like, what level am I on right now? I felt the difficulty. I felt the For intensity. Sure. For sure. Um, I, I had a great time. The customization of your dude was really cool. Uh, getting different helmets and decorating your person the way you want them to look out there in the battlefield. I had a great time with it, Greg. How about you? Yeah, I did. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of Helldivers 1. Uh, obviously, that was one of the first ones where it was like, I remember getting on the plane and turning it on on my Vita and being like, I have my progress from the PlayStation console at home. This is amazing. Um, I, I've been looking forward to this. And if you're a Helldivers fan, this is very much Helldivers 2. This is that experience brought over here. It is still everything you brought up, everything we just read in the previews, right? If you're new to Helldivers, I would say the idea is that it's comically complicated. Where you could look at it and it's like, oh, it looks like Earth Defense Force. It's like, yeah, but like the bugs have the advantage here. And it is the thing of you use the stratagem, like you said, they're complicated, right? You hold on a shoulder button, you have to put in a D-pad code like you're like getting infinite lives or something. Yeah. That calls in the Gatling gun, the Gatling gun drops. And if the Gatling gun turns and you're in the way, it's going to shoot you and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could drop and kill your guy. It could, it, your friends, it could be there. If you're, when the drop ship lands to save you, if you're not out of the way, it will crush you and kill you, right? Like, yeah. And you only have a, a, a certain number of revives. And again, you, if you'd have to have a friend revive you by holding on a stratagem, put in the, the code, right? Like, at the end, if you've gone too long, the 
mission command will like leave the airspace. So then you're just like fucking, <laughs> they'll still send a drop ship, but you're stranded. You can't get any more stratagems and yada, yada, yada. There's like infinite chaos going on. Yeah. And it, that is part of the charm of it. The deaths are part of the charm of it. The, the, when you, before you set off, you see how hard a mission is. There's that whole idea of it. And I think one of the things about it that's interesting is you get to a part where it's like, and I, this is talking as a Helldiver 1 fan, not even as somebody who's played some of it here, and knows it, I assume this is the same. You get to difficulties where you need people. And again, what always, I think, works for it and against it sometimes is how complicated that is. Of like, I think like hard, hard, hard Helldiver's missions need to be like, you need to be doing the flank ref, flank right. I'm coming in with this. Are you bringing that gun? Da, 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 which is fun for an audience i don't know if that's gonna be fun for the wide swath of playstation 5 audience right people it's a 40 dollars game that's awesome yep i think it's it's cross play and cross uh, it's cross play play right away pc ps5 so it'll be there you can you can keyboard mouse on day of right like i'm incredibly looking forward to it we're for the record right now this drops on thursday next week we are doing the exact same thing we did for suicide squad where i'll be off content all day except for stream so i'm gonna come to work play Helldivers until I go on the stream in the afternoon, stream with Mike the rest of the way, and then we're going to do a PSI Love You XOXO review at the very end of the day to talk about what we thought with our first day of it and stuff like that. That was one of my things with it where as much as I, I loved playing it and whatever, I really was like, damn, I wish I had this at home. I wish I was able to start from zero. Right. You know, they started us like level 10. We were already level 10s, and it's like, that's a lot to get your head wrapped around and get tossed back in. We were playing with one of the devs and another journalist, and the dev was very much like, all right, we're doing this. We're going here. We're doing like, I want to get in there and kind of founder for a while and find my own way. Um, you know, things I thought that were new that were different, right? Like first off, big deal. You can name your ship. All right. You, you can't just name it anything. You got to pick from a series of like, you know, kind of like in Diablo for your titles of like you get a and B choices and mm. put them together, yeah. you, but you can name it Dawn of justice. Everybody. Wow. Come on. Batman V Superman. It's a good movie. So I did that right away. Uh, then there's the upgrades of when you're in there, right? Of like, you can unlock with the stuff you're getting out of missions, the currency you're getting out of missions. You can unlock new stratagems and equip those then from an equip screen. You can unlock new, uh, unlock new ship modules, right, with your research points. And real quick, what does, what's a stratagem, correct? Stratagems are the things you equip to go into battle with that you can call from space. So it is, I want the Gatling gun. Uh, I want ammo restocks. I want a very specific weapon. These are things that will crash down and work for you. And they escalate as you go or whatever and get crazier. But it's like... A grenade launcher, a loot drop, yeah. or a, more, but an equipment restock or an equipment drop or whatever for it. The anti-material gun is one that right. I had called in, yeah, yeah. and that it great. You usually want to save these for the larger enemies, and there were a lot of cool moments of being in the battlefield and telling Greg, "All right, I'm dead, but I'm coming back soon." Mark that large ass yeah, armored yeah, yeah, bug yeah. that is insanely tough to take down. Mark it. So that when I'm coming in, I can hopefully land on it, crush it, and crush it, it yeah. and do a lot of damage to it. And th there's a lot of cool. It just felt alive. It felt yeah. like it never really felt scripted at any point. Oh, and no, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Even when I was like trying to lone wolf it, when it was like you guys, <laughs> there was one part in front of the automatons where it was like, and they all the automatons again for this third person perspective because before it was more isometric right. uh, up top. Uh, this one, like you really see the detail in these things, and the automatons are fucking terrifying. They yeah. look like Terminators. They're coming at you. And there was one part where I was like, all right, this is clearly gone FUBAR, and I see the extraction point like way <laughs> over there. So I tried to get away and just ran into another wave of automatons. Like, I'm fucking dead. You know, I mean, this is the end of that. And like, that's the fun of it, right? Uh, one thing about the ship I want to do, talk about when you're unlocking new ship, it's, a, it's modular. So you like, 
I didn't get to see this because so much was done, but like you can apply it to like new services on the ship and then they would like, your ship kind of expands. They put up caution tape and then they do that or whatever as you go out there. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's new is war bonds. Uh, war bonds are basically uh, battle passes. They come with a free one. There is a premium one to spend money on. You're unlocking cooler weapons, uh, you know, that have like buffs on them. There's also just cosmetics and outfits like that and stuff like that. Cool to have the free version. The paid one didn't seem outrageous. None of the prices were set in this preview, so I can't speak to that, but I'm excited to have that. They also had orders. Uh, this is going to be when you go into a mission, Arrowhead says that every day they're going to have one of their developers go in there and put orders out there, and it'll be stuff of like, you know, giving community missions that are like extract three times or do this whole thing. So there's dailies to yeah. go in there and get, which I appreciate. Along there's, with the uh, the statuses? Yes, right. That was another thing. So again, to the conversation of I'm running the same things over and over again, right? Doing on different difficulties, hopefully getting better uh, resources to make your ship better, to do your thing better, to make the harder missions easier, right? That's the whole point of this. Uh, the other thing you're talking about, yeah, is effects. So when you drop back on things or doing things where it's like, okay, well, there's rainstorms, so there's going to be rain, decreased visibility. There was one we did where it was uh, heavy fog. Crazy fog. Cra like, you couldn't see three feet in front of your face. Like, and it was like, there was a bug thing that we, so like, we're there, we're trying to do the mission, but we, if we could find the thing and take that out, then it would clear the fog and we'd see the monsters. And it was like, it was terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, you're just running like, ah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I felt like that mission, which I think we had on difficulty six, whatever these numbers mean, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We had it on difficulty six for that mission. Uh, super difficult. We, we struggled quite a bit because of the visibility issue. And then when we did difficulty 10, I don't know what it, what it was. Felt like almost as difficult because we weren't dealing with fog on the higher difficulty. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's interesting how those little things can really drastically change the experience. So yeah, the long story short is as a Helldivers fan, I'm excited for this. It is still Helldivers, which makes me then as a, a commentator interested to see how this will succeed. Is it going, because it is going to be like, it is, as somebody said, it looks like it'll be a fun stream game for us for sure and for anybody else. But I do think they'll hit, there's that moment of like, you have to hit your head against the wall for a while to yeah. get through the mission and get other friends and get the better gun to get the better thing to be able to take out the bug. And I'm wondering how that'll play with the general public. But Yeah, I, I'm super stoked for that. I love bashing my head against a wall to try to figure out the way, whether it's do I grind a bit at a lower level or do I just try to brute force this and because I'm stubborn as hell. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked for those tougher missions and, uh, and, and just having that what I'm not super stoked about is getting killed by you and Nick and my. Yeah, I was going to ask, like yeah, you said, you said you're excited that. for this game. You're excited to play this with, uh, like, take Greg out of it, even just uh, Nick and Mike. I might be sick that day, Barrett. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sniffles oh, going on. Oh, the uh, I'm, I'm going to leave the house and be like, oh, Andy, all four of your tires got slashed. You cat, can't get yeah, to damn. work. And he has Shit. cat dander in his nose. Oh no! One thing I did notice, though, yeah. uh, you know, when you call in these stratagems and. Uh, whether it's a grenade launcher, which felt awesome to use because I hate when grenade launchers bounce and you have to worry, yeah, take yeah. that into account. It felt great to use against the big heavy enemies and just seeing like the yellow blood guts explosion of these bugs. You're covered in it. Super yeah, awesome. Yeah. But when I, we were calling in these drops for the turret guns, oh, this is going to help us out when we're here on our last stand when the ship is coming by to pick us up. Here's where we're making our last stand. Put the turret down, put the turret down. And then eventually enemies start popping up everywhere and the turrets will kill you if you're in the way. And then I was like, there's a rock up there. Let me throw the turret on top of the rock. Finding elevation for these turrets. It's just so cool. It felt really dynamic and, and that's the again, thing. alive. I liked it. There's so it. much strategy to Helldivers. Yeah. And that was one of the things we were talking with the dev there at the end from Arrowhead where it was like, 
oh yeah, you know, on harder difficulty, this thing shows up, so you need armor-piercing bullets. So it's like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you have to coordinate what you're doing with your friends rather than just everybody run out there with energy weapons against things that won't take energy Mm -hmm. weapons. But we'll find out next week, ladies and gentlemen, if Helldivers 2 is coming together. But again, like, you know, this is is like their games of the service push, right? This This is the first kind of glimpse of, aside from Bungie and aside from Destiny 2, like, this being their exclusive PlayStation games as a service game, be an, uh, an interesting test to see exactly how What's long the support this lasts. look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How how often are we updating it? What are we getting to people? Uh, you know, they talked about. Um, you know, yeah. Actually, no. I, th- I think I'm getting confused with another battle pass, so I, won't, I will be quiet. Okay. Such a damn mouth. <laughs> Number three on the rope report: Jim Carrey is returning for Sonic the Hedgehog three. Woo! This is great. Laying at variety. Smoking. That was from the mask. Yeah, well, so we haven't seen the last of Dr. Well, Robotnik. Why did you say it like the, the mom from uh, American Pie? Hey. <laughs> Jennifer, Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. Jim Carrey will reprise his role as the mad scientist with the formidable facial hair in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Carrey's return was teased on social media with the Sonic filmmakers releasing a teaser that included Dr. Robotnik's distinctive cackle. Of course, t- Jim Carrey had said he, re- he returned. Oh, here we go. That was a cackle. What would you utter a laugh at best? Oh, really? (laughs) Chuckle. It was a chuckle. (laughs) How would it have sounded if it was a cackle? (laughs) That's a a cackle? Yeah, one of which cackles? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Barrett, take a letter to Variety. Yeah. I will. Everything I just said, send them. I never saw part two. Do you want me to get the lawyers on it as well? No, no, we don't need the lawyers for this one. I never saw part two. Me neither. I think Sonic was in it. James Marsden was there. Mm -hmm. He was like, Sonic. You want a chili dog? <laughs> Idris Elba. Elba showed up. Yeah. Well, he he's getting ready. Do you want a bloody series. chili dog? Yeah. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah. If you're one of these Sonic freaks, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> and congratulations to Jim. Ah, oh, fuck. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, really? Are you not here? I just made a bunch of jokes at Sonic's uh, expense, and I said, if you're a Sonic freak, and then you walked in. So I assume, <laughs> I assume Roger Perconi was about to come see him. Uh, number four on the Roper Report, Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser says sentence is a warning to others. This is Jordan Midler at IGN. Jailed Nintendo hacker Gary Bowser. No way. <laughs> Doug Bowser's brother. Like evil Doug Bowser. Uh has said he believes his sentence was meant to send a message to other potential hackers. Bowser was released from prison last year after being sentenced for his part as a member of the hacking group Team Executor. That's so sick. Uh, <laughs> this guy's badass. It's X. It's a capital X E C U T E R. It looks like X Blades, like Team X Blades, kind of. Which in 2013 began creating and selling circumvention devices, enabling users to play illegal ROMs on consoles, including Switch and 3DS. Now, speaking to The Guardian, Bowser has said he believes his sentence is a message to others in the scene. Quote, the sentence was like a message to other people that in the are still scene. out there <laughs> <laughs> that they got caught, dot, dot, dot. Oh, if they get caught, dot, 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 they'll serve hard time, end quote. Bowser was arrested in September 2020 and appeared in court the following year charged with 11 felony counts. Kidnapping a princess. Instead of facing trial, he pled guilty to two counts and offered to pay Nintendo $4.5 million. Bowser. He offered. Okay. Bowser is required to send Nintendo uh, a portion of any money he earns after necessities have been paid. Quote, I'll pay them what I can. 
which won't be very much money. That's for sure. <laughs> what is this? The interview? <laughs> He's cutting it in his teenage bedroom. Uh, Bowser told the Guardian. In separate civil ca- in a separate civil case ruling, Bowser was ordered to pay <laughs> Nintendo an additional $10 million fine for his part in selling console mods. According to the U.S. government, Team Executor's criminal enterprise generated tens of millions of dollars in sales and resulted in up to $150 million in losses to victims. I'll have to get to the Koopalings first to get them. <laughs> if they want my money, though, <laughs> and just solve this riddle and go do this thing. Well, I guess that sounds like a message, yeah. What do you got to do to join Team Executor? Oh, you, know, you couldn't do that. No, Team Executor. Execute. You couldn't do that. You don't want to join them. They're bad seeds. You're really? a good seed. You're a good apple. Yeah, but like, what do they need graphic design work? That's true. <laughs> you know? If you, you should put up a tweet like, "Listen, I'm not supporting bad guys, but I just thought this name was cool and I made some graphics." The services for are available. You know, here's, here's some free ones. It's watermarked to this. Give one. me 15 bitcoins if you like it. All right. Yeah. Do you think this is uh, all the stuff that he has to go through now is like, um, I don't know, representative of like what he actually did? I think it gets overkill a little bit, right? I won't lie to you. I feel like this is the first time I've ever heard of Gary Bowser in this no. case. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you familiar with this case? Yeah. Yeah, we've heard this before. Yeah, it was like very it. shocking. Well, I'm sure that... we've read it, but I just don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that you're getting into like they're selling devices and doing all this stuff. I thought we, when it started off that it was since the hacker message, I was like, oh, he went in the back and leaked something or did something. Like, oh, he's actually selling product, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And, it, and according to them, you know, tens of millions of dollars in sales. Like then, yeah. Sounds about right, actually. And I doubt Gary... I mean, how old is Gary Bowser? Because, again, I... I, He sounds like a veteran of the industry. Like, he sounds like he's been at this for quite a while. Also, shout out... Like, you know, a lot of people don't go and interview the criminal after the fact. Guardian's like, let's give this guy a microphone. I'll pay them what I can, which won't be very much money, that's for sure. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Weird as fuck. Is this on Gary Bowser's podcast? (laughs) People are saying he's old, like old, old, old. Do you think that's maybe why he offered us, like... Uh, pay 4.5 million well again like to this point the end you know the criminal enterprise generated tens of millions of dollars did you take all that money away (laughs) do they still have the money yeah that is a decent yeah chunk of dollars i'm gonna pay whatever i got that's not much (laughs) not much though andy i'm sick of all this big news like gary bowser if i wanted something smaller say the tiniest news i needed to know about where would I go? You'd go to our last story, the Wii News Channel, where we cover all the small news items you need to know about. All right. Number five, ladies and gentlemen, Wii News. Devolver Digital has announced that its CEO, Douglas Morin, has stepped down. Persona 3 Reload, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, and Vampire the Masquerade Justice are all out today. Grounded 2, Making the Last of Us Part 2, is also out today. I'll Ooh. also add that uh, Persona 3 Reload on Game Pass for Xbox players. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and then Catherine O'Hara has joined the cast of The Last of Us for Season 2. Kevin! Oh, cool. Ellie! Who's she going to be? Oh, we don't know. Oh. Or actually, we do. It was a character name that nobody recognized, if I remember correctly. Maybe brand new. for the. Yeah, they have to make new people, you know? Let's dance for a second. Wow. Um, and gets the blood flowing a little bit. Maybe Abby's mom. All right, we turn our attention to Super Chats, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Michael Stevenson says, Greg, as a fellow father to a toddler, I have to say wackadoo, and I love the bluey. I love bluey and the shirt. Thank you. Roosevelt's still rocking it over here. I'm always a fan of the, 
you know, the All button down where you cannot tell what it is unless you get real up close. Oh, you know I mean? sure. Okay. It was far away. I didn't know what it was when I was now, kind can of you like, see Bluey? Can you see? Yeah, Bluey? I love it. Do you it's, see Snickers? It's adorable. Do you see Snickers in there? Who's that? The wiener dog. Which one? Is, I mean, they all. Oh, I see him with a little hat. He's got a little hat yeah, on. He's got a little hat on. Uh, and then Oakley Workman gave us a super sat chat and said, why do you think games resonate so much with you as an art form? If you had to psychoanalyze yourself, I'm getting daily treatment for some health problems. I listen to you guys to relax. Thank you. Well, Oakley, thank you for consuming us and better. hang in there. Feel better. Do you get that done? Andy, why do games resonate with you? Uh, you, you have agency in the story that you're yeah, experiencing. Right. You know, yeah. uh, I love that. You know, you could watch a movie and people might have like two or three or four different interpretations of what's going on, but yeah. so but you can have so many different expect or experiences in a video game uh, based on the order you do it on, the difficulty, you know, what class what choices you, chose. you make, yeah. yeah, classes, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. That's why I, I love to experience the narrative rather than be a passive observer. Yeah, That's and I, I love hopping into a Valorant match expecting to play against bronze players, and there's sometimes fucking gold players in my lobbies. What the fuck are you doing here? Get out! Let me give me. You let me work on your PC. I'll make sure that never happens again. <laughs> Just throw a lighter in there. <laughs> Just be with a hammer. Ah, uh, we also have a segment we call "You're Wrong," where folks write in to kindoffunny.com slash "You're Wrong" and tell us what we screwed up as we screw it up, so we set the record straight. I don't need to. I don't want to talk about what we're saying. Nah. Uh, Indie Indian says the Bizarro Gun and Suicide Squad had backward active reload as a reference. Backward active reload. So rather than it go this way, it goes that way. Uh-huh. Come on. Can we do something That's cool? Bizarro. Can we do something cool? <laughs> that is so bizarro. Oh, so wow. Bizarre. They did this thing. Great. Thank you, though, for correcting me that I had nothing that I, I stood out to. Well, I guess that, it doesn't matter. You're, uh, you're an idiot for and that And then one. Missing Link triple zero says Gary Bowser is in his 50s. Uh, Why isn't that ambiguous? <laughs> you know? I digress. I digress. This has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about live on youtube twitch and podcast services around the globe uh, if you like what we do please support us with the kind of funny membership of course you get every episode of this show ad free you'd get all the other shows ad free you'd get the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them and of course you'd get my daily vlog greg way of course, if you have no bucks, please like, subscribe, share. Have a great weekend. And until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you.